guys, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast and we're here with episode 20, which is Championship Preview, Part 1. I'm Callum. And I'm Matt. And yeah, uh, first of all, before we do get into the first part of our Championship Preview for the 2021 season, just want to say, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribed and all that stuff. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you subscribe on there, following Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating if you can really helps us unless it's shit that sort of thing. unless you don't shit. like it yeah if you like i always say if you're not going to give it a four or above don't bother but you know you know what i mean it's only a joke so i reckon we get straight into it but just first super league preview if you're a super league fan we did three parts of a super league preview the last three weeks on the podcast so go back and check them out if you haven't already today we're going to be speaking about the championship signings however going for each team who they've signed who they've sold and seeing how each team's going to sort of shape up going into the 2021 season. This so, is a two-part preview, so you get two weeks of me embarrassing myself as well, which is always quality content, especially if you're a whole FC fan. Yeah, so Matt is not exactly the I get the one that's clued in on the championship. I guess I've got that pressure of being a ch- more of a championship fan. Than yeah, so, so Callum's done all the prep for this, so if any of the signings are wrong, please direct your hate his way. I literally just sit here and chat out my ass about them all. Yeah, so in terms of the actual um, signings and that sort of thing, there may be some that aren't on here, there may be some that we don't mention, that sort of thing. You don't understand how hard it is to get every single transfer. Obviously, I know a lot of them myself. Obviously, I've had to do research for all the little ones. The ones that you're going to see on screen, they're not going to be every single one we maybe speak about, not going to be every one that's happened. Kind of fitting in the notable ones, the sort of significant ones. Just by notable, here's a little quote from pre-recording. I know they've signed this guy, but he's not even got a Wikipedia play page, so he's clearly not that much, so I can't be asked with it. There you go. Right. If you're wondering why he's not there, put a Wikipedia page for him, and then he might make a cut next year. Sorted. Yeah, so let's get straight into it, I reckon, because we've got 14 teams to get through to oh, start the championship this year, so let's get into it. So first up, Batley Bulldogs. So I'll go through who they've signed. So uh, some big signings, actually, I would say, for Batley. Jodie Broughton, brought in from Halifax. Oh, I know Karen Buch- <laughs> Buchanan, a young lad from Hull FC. I've seen him play. We were on Joe Red a couple of games for Bulls last year. Tom Gilmore from Halifax as well. Had a good stint with uh, Widness in, in Super League as well. Yeah, Jack him. Logan, Jack Logan, Doncaster. Um, obviously used to play for Hull FC so some experience but young as well good and also Ben Kay who sort of played for Halifax for a lot of his career um, didn't play last year so he's coming in as a free agent so all together some good signings for Batley why did I think Ben Kay was Liam Kay for like more than a good few seconds more than I should have done then (laughs) that just shows your knowledge mate Anyway, so players out. You've got Sean Lunn who didn't really get a chance to play for Batley last year but he's gone to Barrow Dave Scott who's sort of an experienced battle player who's played there a while. He's gone to Coventry. Sean Pick, similar sort of thing, gone to Oldham. Joe Tyra, big forward, has gone to Rochdale. Keenan Tomlinson, outside back, has gone to Dewsbury. So outgoings, I don't think they're as big as the incoming. So overall, I look at it as a positive. You know, Jody Broughton, Gilmore, Logan, that sort of thing. Definitely going to add some good bit of, sp- bit of speed, bit of depth in there as well. So, yeah, I know you obviously yeah, do know I've, a lot. Of I've heard players, of so. some of these players. Again, really thought, got my Tyrus confused for a second and I'm sure Steve plays for Halifax. But there we go, again, different bloke. He might be getting mentioned later. That's oh, might is. Okay, there we go, spoilers already. But yeah, we don't want to talk about each team too long, so overall I think Batley 
good business. And yeah. obviously, this is all going to translate. They've signed some players, I know. So there we go. I might give him a yeah. bonus point for that. Judy brought and scores tries. There we go. That's my analysis of this. Let's move on before I chat something else about someone I don't know. So yeah, good work from Batley. So second team, we're going to go on to my team, the Bradford Bulls. I'm going oh, to be you, trying. Be you had to mention that we asked, didn't you? There. No, I'm saying it's my team, so you know I probably have a bit more knowledge on the signings, the outgoings, that sort of thing. Go on then. So oh well, help you out here. They've signed Danny Bruff. There we go. Yeah. There's some knowledge for you. There you go. Danny Bruff from Wakefield's come in. Aaron Murphy from Huddersfield's come in. They're the two sort of big signings. And you've got Dan Fleming from Halifax. Experienced prop. Played for Bradford before. Great championship level prop, really. Reese Hamlet, young lad from Wire. Looking forward to him sort of getting stuck in. Oh, it might exciting. be his year. Never know, it might be. <laughs> It'd be good if he wins something when he leaves Warrington, won't it? <laughs> and uh, Brad England, who again sort of experienced around Championship League 1 level um, from Doncaster. Solid signings there. In terms of players out, they've lost Liam Kirk, who's sort of a, a big academy product, came through. Kind of, I think he was sort of, I don't think he wasn't good enough anymore because obviously he signed with Oldham, who are still a, st a strong championship team. But I think it was just time for him maybe to move on, that sort of thing. Fair enough. Greg Johnson, who's, who's been released. And Is that the sex big... offender guy? Yeah, we're not going into that though. Okay. <laughs> next up. Um, who's left is Connor Fowle, who's retired through injury. Really sad times because when he's played for Fairburn, when he played for Bradford, really strong player, sort of top quality championship player. So it is sad that he's had to retire through injury. Then Sam Barlow released. Ne again, never really got to play for Bradford last year. And Evan Hodgson, another product of the academy, has gone to Newcastle. So overall, as a Bradford fan, I'm happy with this because it's, you know, Danny Buff, Aaron Murphy... Fleming, etc. So I assume Murphy's going to be replacing the tryout put of Nancy Johnson. Actually, Murphy, looking at the kit numbers, Murphy's going to be playing second row. Which well, you say this, but he literally played on the wing with like number 12 and second row with number 2 at Uddersfield, so who the hell knows what he's going to play. I think it's he just makes up his number on his spot. But I definitely think second row is a sort of position where we need the depth. We will need him more than on the wing, I think. I think you'd have been so. better signing Anthony England as well. Rather than Brad. Well, we've already got Anthony England, so why would we sign him? You know, could have, could have him twice, why not? <laughs> if you literally only signed him because it's his brother or whatever. I don't know. Good players again, though. Like some good, some experienced players in Murphy and Brough and sort of Fleming, Hamlet and England, more sort of looking a bit more to the future, maybe. Exciting players. Overall, I'm thinking it's a thumbs up. Hopefully, we can get some more plays in as well before the season actually gets going. But overall, I mean, it's not the best business in out of all championship as we'll come to, but I'm happy with it. I feel like it's not the business of a squad that's seriously gunning for promotion this year. Well, we'll see. Not compared to a few others in the league, but yeah, it's solid. It'll keep you in the conversation, even if you might have to do, the, do a Leeds Classic and win it from fifth. That's the thing, all you've got to do is get to the playoffs and then it's all down to the playoffs. And by, by the time you get to the playoffs... They yeah. literally scraped in and got to get all the way to a million pound game against Toronto and get a really good performance in that one. Yeah, exactly. And, and oh, yeah, FYI, Featherstone, we don't hate you. Stop spreading rumours around your Facebook group just because you're sponsored by big fellas. Not my fault, it literally sounds like Castleford's gear scene. Doesn't mean I disrespect you as a club. Can we stop the hair, please? You're not Hull FC. Right, so 
we'll move on now to Dewsbury, which is the next team. Again, not made much sort of... I don't think Dewsbury have really done much. We've so got the stadium in, back. In terms of incomings, they've got Keenan Tomlinson from Batley, we mentioned up on the Batley vid. Good, solid, uh, youngish sort of player. Reese Butterworth from Huddersfield, this is a really big signing. Well, you did say that they should get rid of him, so there you go, for all the hate you got, you yeah. got that one right. Last year I did, yeah, because I think he needs more rugby. I think I almost think he, he is good enough to be top-level championship. I would take him back at Bradford. But I mean, not if like you've that not way. seen that video of who we think all the Super League sides should have got rid of for this year, linking the card to it, it's still very relevant and he's close to a 1,000 views, so please push us over. Yeah, that can't Cheeky be a shameless there. plug. Exactly. So, Two sort of solid incomings in terms of players out. There's not really any significant outgoings that we can really go over. Overall, Dewsbury, I think, have always sort of seemed to have like a settled squad. And I guess last year they didn't get to play many games, but when they, they had a solid squad going into last year, so... At the risk of this video ending up 45 minutes, they've basically done nothing much of no other than kicked you out of the stadium. So let's move on. Featherstone Rovers. Ah, our new favourite club. Everyone's favourite club, so we'll get straight into their incomings. So you've got Famanu Brown from Canterbury, good sort of utility player, half-back hooker. You know, you never know how these players are going to come over and perform, but good signing on the surface. Junior Morse from Castleford, Joe Summers also from Castleford, young player. Craig Kopchak from Wakey and Harvey Spence, young player from Leeds. A bit of experience, a bit of youth. Can't really knock signings. In terms of outgoings, again, not really lost much. Louis Dufresne has gone to Avignon, so he's obviously gone into the French League. Connor Carey Thanks and Alex Cicino, Alex Cicino have gone back to Australia, so they've lost them. But no, I, I, there were solid players who was always starting for them, but I almost feel like they've replaced them well. So, yeah, in terms uh, yeah. of the players... That I feel like know, we should just first of all touch on the tradition and history of Featherstone Rovers, as they have the most... Traditional shirt in the championship. There we go. You've got the most traditional shirt in the championship. Are you happy now that it's a video later than you wanted? I'm not getting involved in any of this sort of Featherstone. Yeah, only because Featherstone Bradford already hate each other pretty much, and you've already annoyed them enough over the recent months. So. Yeah, that's true. But in terms of the actual signings, yeah, they're, they're pretty good signings. This is a this is the sort of business that I think is a bit more positive than what Bradford did, for example. Maybe I think there's teams that there's definitely two teams I can think of that will come to that have done much better business than both. Yes, Bradford, so can I. The Fev side's definitely got stronger. I think there's one team I'm very worried for because I've heard a lot of players leaving and not many joining as well. I think I know which team that's going to be, which we will get to soon. But in terms of okay. Fev. Good business, solid business. They're going to be another force to be reckoned with a championship this season. Who's so, next? Halifax Panthers, newly rebranded. Oh They've done some good business, both in and out. Bit of a switch up. I can't really knock signings of men. Look good. So in terms of players in, Greg Worthington from Toronto, or however you want to say it, put that now. Gadwin oh yeah, Springer, he left London, didn't from, he? Springer, also from Toronto. Connor Robinson from York, I think that's a big signing. Dan Murray from Hull KR, and then Liam Harris from Hull FC. Some good signings in there. Players out. Jody Broughton's gone to Batley, as we spoke about before. Dan Fleming's gone to Bradford, we spoke about before. Tom Gilmore's gone to Batley, we spoke about that. Scott Morell has gone to Keithley, finally left Halifax, gone down to Oh my League God. One. 
I'm going to say I feel like he's been there for them. Yeah, going to be a big loss for him, though, that leadership and that sort of thing. And Keegan Hurst has retired, which is obviously a big loss in that front row. So, in terms of the signings, I think the two guys from Toronto, great signings. Connor Robinson as well. All good signings, really. All five of them, good, solid signings. Outgoings are also strong players, though. They've almost replaced the outgoings with incomings, pretty much. Like, I mean, you've got Worthington, who's an outside back, coming in for Broughton, who's an outside back. You've got Springer, big prop forward, coming in. Hurst has gone out. I feel like that's Morel. no grid. Morel, yeah, oh yeah. Pretend, definitely, will, especially age-wise and that sort of thing. You know, Robinson coming in and replacing sort of Morel, if you want. Harris, you know, Gilmore, that sort of thing. Flem, you know, Murray in for Fleming. It is very much like for like for Halifax. Yeah. So I think it's I think it'll push them closer to that six mark. I don't necessarily think they'll break it, but I think they'll be nearer. Yeah, definitely. I think it's good business. I'm actually weirdly excited to watch Halifax play with this like new rebrand, some new players in. Bit of an ex exciting times if you're an Halifax fan as well. Some so. new kits you mentioned there's in the home shoot video. Will their very wacky away kit make an appearance? Find out on Wednesday, yeah. Saturday. This is out on Wednesday, right. isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't edit these, it's fine. I just turn up and chat crap for half an hour. Yeah, so if you haven't checked it out already, the uh, reviewing of the Championship home kits was last Saturday, and the away kits is going to be this Saturday. So if you're Subscribe YouTube, if you ignored him earlier, that way you don't miss it, and tap the bell to get them in your sub box or something. What is it, the I think that's what they all normally say. The to get in notifications when we're That's the one. That's so, we'll move on to the team that I actually think he was on about earlier when you said a lot have gone out. Um, maybe not, though, but uh, London Broncos. No, it wasn't London, but let's crack on there. Really. We'll crack on. So, in terms of incomings, they've brought, on, brought in Abbas Miski, who you probably re um, remember pr more from the World Cup that uh, played I? for Lebanon. Okay, you might not. You might do. People will. Definitely um, do. Um, from Manly, they've got Jared Sammer, obviously from Lee. Everyone knows him. Navarrete from Wigan and Titus Guazzi from Wakefield, so some solid signings. In terms of outgoings, they've lost a lot of big players here. I'd say all five of these players are were vital sort of starters, I guess you'd say, for London in the last season or two. Rob Butler, who's gone to Warrington. Kieran Dixon, who's gone to York. Morgan Smith, who's gone to York. Eddie Batty, who's gone to Wakefield. And Elwar Pellissier has gone to Toulouse. So I think they've lost a lot of players there. Replaced him well. For example, a lot of people would say, you know, Jared Sammet in for Morgan Smith's a big upgrade. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But, you know, Eddie Batty, Butler, Dixon, Pellissier, I don't know if they've mm. replaced them players. I think they can replace Pellissier. Yeah, I but think... have they already? Well, I don't know. I have no idea who's in their academy. I don't even pretend to. I don't know who they've even given number oh. nine shirt to. So you mean, sort of, they could replace that within the squad they've got. Right? I think, I get what you, I get what yeah, you. I think Pellissier is not really the same player that we saw in his last few years at Catalan. I feel like that's a bit more easily dealable with. Yeah, potentially. I definitely see that. Um, but in terms of, like, Batty, you know, how important he is, and Dixon, you know, he's been there a good few years now. Yeah, just don't remind him. At least, the good thing is, at least London don't play at Wembley. I'm sure that gives him nightmares still to this day. But yeah, in terms of London, I think it's sort of thinning the team down a bit. But like Samet coming in as well, you know, he can win you a game on his own. So not all negative, I don't think, for London. So no, we'll now move on to the newly 
I guess, promoted team into the Championship, and that's Newcastle Thunder. Oh, I tell God, you, save the energy. I know nothing about this club's players. You will, I reckon you probably know every single one of these players. Right, okay. Signed. I'm going to tell you. Because it they have signed, and there's ones that you won't even, there's players you won't even see on the screen, right? I'll go through the ones that you guys are seeing on the screen. Then I'll go into some more they've made, which just, I couldn't, there was that many. And in, first of all, I'm just going to say, there's no real significant outgoings. Obviously, last year was a League One squad. We have a really strong League One squad. They've kept a lot of that core as well and added all this. So in terms of one you might not know, Evan Hodgson from Bradford. But again, personally, know that he's a solid squad player and he'll be good for Newcastle. Akuma Tai from Huddersfield. Yep, obviously. But, both Chapelau brothers from Widnes, so Ted and Jay Chapelau. They literally move in tandem. They must do. Callum Turner from Castleford. Jake Shorrocks from Wigan. Jack Johnson from Warrington. So they're sort of the main ones I pulled, but there's mo there's so many more that there is sort of knocking about. I mean, you've got... This is a team that's going to survive. I can tell you that already. Yeah. They've got like Sam Wilder as well from Widnes, who's an experienced player. Sammy Kabula from Warrington. Josh Woods from Wigan, you know, they've got, as you can see from the ones I've gone over, they have got depth and they've brought in a lot of that. It's almost like that sort of very much sort of Super League Academy products that maybe haven't worked out amazingly, but should definitely work out in Championship. That's that means Jordan Lilly will join them next year then. The, the players have got a lot to prove, basically, is what I'm saying. So What if it's the bit? I'm really excited to see this Newcastle team play, personally. I think this will be one of them games where, if you're looking for an hour league game to buy on a weekend from Championship, and Newcastle are playing a team like Fev or, you know, a, a London or a York, you're going to want to watch it. Yeah, I can't agree with that, actually. That's a, yeah, exciting. That's a pretty good set of signings. Exciting times. We won't bother with the outgoings if there's nobody significant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no one really significant there that I think is important to speak about. So, cool. With that, let's crack on. Moving on now to Oldham, who have, I think, again, also I'll say firstly, I have no significant outgoings either, so this is purely just going to be the players in. So they've brought in Sean Pick from Batley, Liam Kirk from Bradford, Ben Heaton from Hunsley, and Ryan Inns from Widnes. The two from this I would signal out are Liam Kirk from Bradford, Ryan Inns from Widnes, both fairly young. Note to me for but, next week, that's not Ian Kirk, who's about 42. No, it's Liam Kirk from Bradford. Well, like I said, when we were speaking about him leaving Bradford, will be a loss for Bradford. Solid player at this level, definitely. Makes yards. Just He's a solid prop forward, really. Ryan Inns, you know, the pace, the strength, that sort of thing. We've seen what he can do for Widnes. Thinking an Oldham team, he'll get more of the ball. He'll sort of, he'll play more of a starring role. So overall, I've for got Oldham, nothing think, to add on this. Yeah, that's fine. In terms of Oldham, though, they're fighting with a couple of teams in this for survival. And it realistically, when you're looking at all the squads, every team strengthened in that bottom sort of section, I think, which means it's going to be you couldn't call who's going to be in that bot like the bottom two sort of thing. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this sort of Oldham team can shell and just grind and get these them wins. So I think again, Oldham. Some decent signings. Can't go wrong. Not much to say else to say about it, really. So we will move on to the next team, which is the Sheffield Eagles. Again, a team that sort of are sitting, they almost are just below that sort of top group of maybe six, 
five sixteen. I feel like so, Sheffield and Halifax are quite close together going into the season, but go on, change my mind. Yeah, yeah, but I agree. I think Halifax as well are in that group where they're just below. In the past few seasons, have been just below your Fevs, your Yorks, your, you know, your Toulouse, your London, that sort of thing. So incomings: Jack Render from Featherstone, solid fullback. Tyler Dickinson from Batley, you know, sol again solid Championship level player. In terms of outgoings, Corey Makelin, who was again a solid squad player for them, played a lot. He's gone, you know, gone home back to Oz. And Menzier is being released, who's sort of an experienced player. You know, he looks about 50. Experienced player that I don't know. They'll miss the experience, but I don't know if he added as much on the pitch in the last couple of years. So overall, it probably so is a bit like in terms of a bit like Sean O'Loughlin, just without as much talent. Yeah, probably. But in terms of the, t I think it's a plus. Because they did have a solid squad last year anyway, Sheffield. I just don't think the squad they've now got can push them to that. You yeah, know, it doesn't have the in, X factor, really. They're definitely going to be safe. They've got the players there to keep them easily mid-table. But I don't know if they'll have much to play for come sort of last few weeks of the season in terms of trying to get in them playoff spots, etc. Okay, well, any significant outgoings? Or is that, oh, I don't know, the old yeah, bloke and the other one. There we go, that one memorable. Yeah. Next. No, no, Mega. So now we'll go on to the Swinton Lions, which yeah, again God, are a similar. It's bloody Glossop's caravans in there. God, I know. This is going to be another one where I might as well just put my mic down and make a cock So, in terms of Swinton, even over the last couple of years, they've really been pushing away from that sort of relegation picture, I guess. And they've really sort of pushed teams like Halifax and Sheffield. So, I think they can obviously they obviously need to progress further and they can't kind of get complacent and they could find themselves back down in that sort of relegation fight so how have they protected it, themselves from complacency they've brought in some good players to be fair so they've brought in martin Ridgeard from lee again experience oh, at this level. perfect liam forsyth from lee who obviously was a wigan academy product never really made it at wigan but they have a million wingers so that's probably why but well, I don't know, they're nearly all player. injured, so you don't seem to have to do much other than have two working legs to get a game. You think we're going to academy and a winger. Liam Forsyth, obviously from Lee, I've said, so he's sort of like a good player at this level as well. Sam Brooks, really experienced at this level, also from Lee. And then Kobe Green, who's a young lad from Bradford, who hasn't really broken into Bradford first team, but... You, does he, you know when you see enough there where, like, in a Swinton team where he'll get game time, he could turn out to be an absolute star you just don't know so fair enough in terms of outgoings Gavin Benyon to Rochdale who again is just one of them sort of championship level sort of props who's just sort of seems to have been around forever Frankie Holton's gone to Fev Rob Faircliffe's gone to Rochdale so not mega mega outgoings just a few sort of like Rob Faircliffe's the halfback's gone but they've brought in Ridyard. So overall, massive positive, I think, from these incomings. I know there's a few Swinton fans who do listen to the pod and watch the pod. They'll definitely be happy with these. Yeah, sorry I know nothing that. about your club, but at least it do, at least I don't get stuff wrong because I just don't say anything. Well, like I say, I'm the, I'm the guy who watches Championship every week and is into it, whereas you're obviously you're more Super League-based. But yeah, yeah, Swinton, you'll be happy. I'm sure Swinton fans are happy with the sort of incoming, especially like Ridyard and that sort of thing. But now we're going to move on to the the big team signing-wise. And this team is going to be unstoppable. I actually might put money on these going unbeaten next season. It's Toulouse. Right, I think that is going to be an easy way to lose some money. Excuse the terrible pun. Yeah, that's a good pun. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Right, so incomings. And you know all of these guys, so you'll be happy. Right, Mitch Garbutt from Hulk KR. Massive. Signing. 
Ben Literally Reynolds a massive Lee. blow. Yeah. Ben Reynolds from Lee, who's obviously not never really sort of kicked on at sort of Super League level, that sort of thing, but championship level, solid halfback. Elwa Plissier, who spoke left London. Again, experience in both. Joseph Paolo from St. Helens. Dominic Peru from St. Helens. Two massive signings. Yeah, and Remy, Cast- Remy Casti from Catalan. That is, I mean, them signings are like, I would reckon pretty much all them players, well, majority of them players would walk in a Super League side. Well, let's be honest, when you've got players like Kim and Powell that have literally just won a double with St. Helens, I don't really... I mean, are you honestly going to tell me that they wouldn't walk into Wakefield, for example, and get straight into the starting 17? Yeah. I mean, unless Chris Chester smoked something, he's found around back at ground that night before, then they'd definitely start. Yeah, exactly, mate. I, I, that's what I mean. I think, you know, even Casty as well, the experience there. I think this is a team that could get them up because they already have one of the strongest teams anyway before these signings. And, you know, you look at Paolo, like... Yeah, yeah I think they are favourites to go up. But yeah. unbeaten, I think, is a stretch too far. Maybe. We'll see. We will indeed. But in terms of outgoings, again, there's not really much going on. You know, you've got Tony Morel gone to Limu in the French League. Con Mika gone to Villeneuve. Oh, we've lost a friend of the pod. F- friend of the pod, Con Mika has gone to Villeneuve again, sort of French league sort of stuff. Patarika Vaivai has been released again, not massive. Patarika Vaivai. <laughs> but all together, you know, Toulouse, they're probably going to be at top of our leagues next week. But stay tuned for that next week. Yeah, it's totally so, theirs to lose. Yeah. Right on yeah, that note, exactly. let's move on because this is getting worse. Yeah, so next on it is Whitehaven. Again, one of them teams sort of going to be oh, battling God. the relegation. I have no idea. Relegation. You tell this one. Of, I don't know. I know where they are, and that's my knowledge of Whitehaven completely. In, ter- in terms of incomings, actually, it's interesting because personally, and a lot of these, a lot, well, I'm pretty much sure all of Championship fans won't be aware of these sort of these players. So, well, the first one they will, which is Greg McNally from Lee. Obviously, played for Lee, played for Bradford. Solid player, experienced at this level. You know, solid signing there. But in terms of the other one, they've brought in three lads from Australia, sort of three. You know, you never know when a team brings in these sort of like Australian sort of imports almost, how they're going to get on, especially at championship level. They could fire Whitehaven up to mid-table and and beyond, or they could sort of flop and that sort of thing. You just don't know. So, Nickar Williams from Newtown, Lachlan Wormsley from South Sydney, Ryan King from Cronulla. Again, these guys haven't played NRL or anything like that, but... Are yeah, we talking of, like reserve grade Queensland Cup sort of vibes kind of here? Yeah, that sort of thing where it's like they've never, they probably haven't really had the chance to kick on in NRL or that anything like that. But again, with these sort of signings, you just don't know what's going to happen, do you? But no. if you're a Whitehaven fan, you're excited for it, aren't you? When you're used to watching your sort of your classic Championship League One sort of big prop forwards, that sort of thing. Sort of, it's not the sort that look like they've got more their size from having an extra chicken like on the Sunday roast rather than from spending 20 hours in the gym conditioning. That yeah, sort basically. of level of rugby. Yeah, it's going to be a bit more silky, a bit more fast. So if you're a Whiting fan, you're happy. In terms of outgoings, again, not massive. Sam Forrester and Dave Thompson both released. Nothing massive. They literally sound like mechanics from down road. But they probably are, mate, to be fair. So, Whitehaven, big thumbs up, and they're another team that I'm excited to watch this year. So, right, how many more te- have we got? Two. Two, te- two teams left. Uh, the first one is Widness Vikings. So, in terms of incomings, they've brought in Matt Cook from Castleford, 
big signing. Lee Jewett from Hull KR, again, big signings. Two really experienced forwards there. Why you still play? They've got Steve Tyra from Halifax. There you go. There's you mentioned there. And Paul Clough from Huddersfield, who again is another big forward. So in terms of outgoing, so they've brought in sort of three really top quality, well, top quality sort of who was in Super League last year, prop forwards. And the two props they've lost, lost are obviously the Chapelau brothers, who've both gone to Newcastle. I'm not being rude here, but do we really count Hull KR as being in Super League last year in the state of what their squad were like? They were kind of just in this non-existent league of the South. I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not saying any bad words about any team right now. I'm being impartial. I'm so, not. I said they improved a lot, and I've actually gotten to beat Alexi, so they can't be mad at me. So I can just. Yeah, that, yeah I can say that. that. Is, That's fine. That is true. And obviously, Ryan Ince has left Witness as well, which we spoke about earlier when we we're on Alden. So overall, top players coming in. I don't know if Witness are going to push. I think they could. Def they're definitely going to be pushing for the playoff spot, 100%. But I don't know if I'd put my money on this team. You know, winning the playoffs or any any stretch of of that of the imagination, but you just never know with these teams. It could kick on, it could not. There's potential know. there. They've made, they've made the progress there and brought in that bit of experience in the front row. In the Get a bit of form at playoff season, and it's possible, even if it's not the most likely outcome. Yeah, exactly. So last but not least, the, probably the nicest least. stadium in the championship, certainly from a pure modern facilities point of view yeah but in terms of incomings as well they've brought in a lot of players they have and it is it is looking good for york so big boy Cuthbert's definitely the star recruit for them given that they've got him modeling the kit on the website so yeah they've brought in adam Cuthbertson from leeds they've brought in three from wakefield which is danny kermond ben jones bishop and ryan atkins and then two from london morgan smith and kieran dixon in terms of if we're going through Cuthbertson, you know what you're getting from him, top player. Offloads. You know, he's been the mean. He's been the reason that Leeds have won sort of grand finals and stuff in the past. Like he's that good on his day. Should have won the Man of Steel in 2015. Sorry, crack yeah. at it can give you a warm back. He didn't deserve it that year. No. In terms of wait, the Wakefield guys, again, you know what you're getting from them. They're experienced players, you know. They may, they're probably at the point where they're maybe not up there at Super League sort of level anymore. But they're gonna help York in Championship. They're gonna have a new lease of life. I mean, come on, it's first time in years they've gone to a ground that's got running hot water. If that's not yeah, enough that's... to inject twenty years worth of youth into your veins, I don't know what is. And in terms of the London guys they've brought in, you know, Morgan Smith and Dixon were both around when they were in Super League. Both sort of played Championship rugby as well. You know, the experience is out there, especially in Dixon. Well, they've just stopped being that Southerners, so that should help the case. Quality signing. In terms of outgoings, the only really notable outgoing is Connor Robinson to Halifax, who's a massive loss in the house. But Morgan Smith coming in, I think he's capable of doing that job, especially with the other players they've got around him and that sort of thing. So overall, massive positive for York. Arguably the second best business I think that's been done in championship behind Toulouse, but it was always going to be hard to beat Toulouse with the signings they've made. Yeah, but York definitely. absolutely, absolutely smashed it. Well, we've kind of said that's one ground that we want to try and visit, subject to actually having full capacity stuff at a reasonable point in the season. So yeah, which hopefully, hopefully that will happen. Yeah, based on what's been said in the last couple of days in UK. Hope we have hope for that, and we also have hope for actually getting these podcasts back in person, back recorded properly in the studio. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, there is one thing I am confused about. The team I was worried about, they've lost all the players and signed no one. 
Where's Toronto gone? I had to get that dig in there. I've waited, I've waited half an hour to get that in there. I was not leaving this podcast without saying it. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, that's. I think that's it, guys, isn't it? So that's all the signings everyone's made. Yeah. If, week, if like by some miracle Swinton have signed Sonny Bill Williams by the time this has come out, sorry. Can't talk about that. Yeah. Let us know who's done the best business and that sort of thing. And like I say, next week is going to be our predictions of the league table. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Wish one. me luck. Subscribe and put the bell on for that because this is going to be eventful because I have no clue what I'm doing. But it's going to be interesting and maybe we'll make a few bets and it'll get Matt more involved in Championship next year, which has got to be an aim of yours next year to actually watch some more Championship rugby, especially when it's going to be all streamed online and that sort of thing. Once the grounds open up, yes, I can see me watching more Championship rugby. But yeah. I don't know yet whether I, I don't think I'll be paying £5 for the pleasure every week. Yeah, that's true. I, get, I, get, I do get that. That's... The, I'm not even paying, I don't even know if I'm paying £5 to watch my own team's pre-season friendly. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to, but I'm definitely going to get crucified by my own mother if I do that on Mother's Day. Ah, it's worth it, mate. Get her watching it. But I don't know, you might be in pod on your own from that point onwards, then, because I might not be here to prevent it. (laughs) But, on that note, enjoy the last few weeks of my potential life, depending on what I do with our league, and... Yeah, subscribe. See you. Callum replaces me with. Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Make sure you subscribe and all that, like Matt has said. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, leave us five stars on Apple. Bye.